0: What's up, everyone? Welcome into Game Aesthetic, episode 94. I'm off with Spark Theory. I hope you're having a phenomenal day today, whatever day you're listening or perhaps watching this podcast. Over at our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash us a like on the video, subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, no Zach this week, which that's a first. That doesn't usually happen. So something catastrophic happened for him at work. but I don't know what, but the way that he's built it up has made me immensely curious about what it is. But we'll follow back up on that later. Uh, but I do have John and studio. John, how you doing? How you feeling? Hello. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Having a good day today? No, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if it gets better or not. A little early to call. Yeah, That's (laughs) fair. That's fair. We don't have Zach here, but we do have someone else here. And when I say this, he's not here in a guest capacity just filling in. This guy is actually joining the show in a normal capacity as a host of the show. He's been on here once before. We've been meaning to get him back on recently, and it's just not kind of worked out where he can be on the show. But officially joining Game Static. Jared,
1: how are you? Hello, doing pretty good. Yeah. Not bad at all.
0: Yeah. Are you excited to officially join GameStatic? It's been a bit. Yeah, it's just you know good to see you guys, really. that That's yeah. true. We'll, yeah. we'll see about it. I'm, I'm going to still consider this a trial run.
1: Okay, okay. So it's up to John <laughs> whether or not this happens.
0: <laughs> it's either up to John or up to you. I don't know. We'll see. We'll you know. see. Yeah, J- With Jared joining the show, I mean, this is something that we've kind of talked about before and really wanted, where we want the show to continue to grow and just have more and more opinions. Uh, Josh from Animan Plus should be set to join GameSet sometime in the future. In fact, shout out to his pillow. That's normally going to be Jared's spot. Uh, but since Zach's not here, you know, Jared can get this spot. I'm trying to get the camera stuff now. I keep hitting the wrong buttons. But, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it's, it's Sparky 3. What do you expect? Uh, but, yeah, excited yeah, this, for Jared to be this, part of the show. This is what happens when we don't have Zach. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm a poor or replacement. Just, or, no, it's not even that. It's just, like, having me be in charge of this. That's why most of the time we're just... Wrong one. We're just going to do this. (laughs) We're just going to do all cams. Nine times out of ten. I don't have all the other cameras set up where it's like one person's blown up. I'm not creating that. Once Zach takes back control of the cameras later on when we get to the other space, he can go wild with it. While, you, while I'm in charge of this, you don't want me in charge of this. <laughs> it's gonna be constant problems, bro. But no, excited to have Jared on the show uh, as a normal host. Uh, excited to get Josh on at some point in time, but uh, looking forward to that. You know, you'll see Jared for the most part on most episodes. There'll be one that he'll randomly miss from time to time, just because he's got on-call weekends and mm-hmm. you know, plus he's living a, a dill life right now. So yeah. you know, you know, he's got to attend to his dillfully duties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so may miss everyone's fault that. But for the most part, he should be on, which is a dope. Uh, whether it be remote or here in studio. Uh, but if you could, sign up to our website, sparky3.com. We'd definitely appreciate that. got some video content here on the way outside of podcasting, so keep a lookout for that. It'll be available for early access over at the website. You can sign up for free or sign up for 5 bucks a month. Uh, and as we said uh, last episode, we have recently partnered with Rogue Energy. You can use our promo code sparky3 to get 10% off on Rogue, which is dope. Use the referral link down in the description below. I'm having an absolutely gr- great time with this. I Currently, I'm up to five tubs. It's actually, I think, five
1: I remember seeing the pictures of them.
0: I got the five tubs behind me. Uh, Love love it. I mean, it's great. Uh, Lots of different options from just like the regular energy formula. You have like the hydration. You got shakes formulas as well. That's cool. As well as like what would be more like your pre-workout, the extreme. So lots of different options. Definitely check out Rogue and support us. Support the boys. We've actually been getting some pretty pretty decent sales, boys. I'm not going to lie. More than I thought jumping into this partnership. And also, I was actually reached out for another partnership. Really? yesterday and this one this partnership I was reached out for actually applies to us here on this show versus the others so it's like if I, if I sign up to the to the partnership program uh, it, it would our promo code would probably just be like game static. Not for not just Sparky 3 because it only applies to us because it is video game related. It's uh like uh, it's like gaming grips for your controllers and stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I had a company reach out to me for uh, you know, hey, like do you want to sign up to our, our partnership program? I'm like, yeah, I'll check it out. I was gonna order some some grips first. They're only like two two fifty for a set of grips okay. and they have like multiple colors and designs. So I was gonna yeah. I was gonna get the only options right now is for Xbox and PlayStation. No switch ones, but I mean that's fine. You know, I'll pick up some grips, test yeah. it out, you know, right and then maybe try to promote the product, have a good time. Uh, go to all cams. I'll, I'm going to figure out the buttons. Don't worry. <laughs> I actually, technically we don't even need all cams. do we? we need the three cams, which also has our promo code and website information on the screen. So that's cool. Uh, but yeah, we were on a break last week. So we do have a little bit of break recap there, but before we jump into that, I do want to give a shout out to kind of start things off on a real world note here before we jump into all the video game stuff, you know, just a special shout out to say fuck cancer. Uh, Cause recently the, the video game world lost an absolute legend in the Minecraft space being Technoblade. Uh, you know, passed away to cancer here recently after his long battle, and you know, everyone has just you know paid a lot of tributes to him. Uh, even you know, obviously Minecraft itself. I think on the new log, I think on the login screen currently, you know how it has like the little gold text off to the side of the small one, like it, it currently has set up there, like Technoblade never dies, whatever, over to the side. Shout out to that. Also, shout out to all the fucking scumbags out there profiting off Technoblade's death because there's a lot of that right now.
1: How so? What the fuck?
0: Like just random clickbait channels that will like no shit. Like if you want a, a perfect breakdown, go check out uh, Moist Critical's videos on it because he's mm. done like three videos on this. But like there are channels that are literally uploading like no shit, like. Like, 27 videos about Technoblade's death. Uh, Just multiple people just, like, reacting to it and stuff. And, you know, they're profiting off of that. Like, you know, you click on the videos and stuff, you're going to get – they're getting paid for all this. So it's just a real scummy situation, so fuck all them. And also shout-out, T's and P's, to one of my favorite video game writers. He's a video game writer for the Washington Post, Gene Park. I recently got diagnosed with cancer as well. Uh, So T's and P's there, but I think it's, like, they caught it very early on, so it should be fun. But he's one of my favorite writers I like to follow alongside of, like, the the ones that we talk about here on the show, like Jason Schreier, Jeff Grubb, Andy Robinson, um, and uh, Tom Henderson, Gene Parks, kind of in that same realm. So the T's and P's there, for sure. Um, with uh, that... I, just, I was trying to figure out what T's and P's meant. Oh, yeah. Thoughts and prayers. So that took me a second.
1: Yeah. Oh, I didn't
0: know until now. Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's go ahead and hop into stuff. Uh, start with the break week recap. Uh, had some had some pretty interesting stuff pop out from the break week. Number one, first and foremost, was the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase, which is normally partner showcases stink like nine times out of ten. This one was actually really good. Had a lot of great stuff in it. Uh, the main thing to take away from a gaming community standpoint is that Persona is now coming to the Switch, which is what we chatted about just a couple weeks ago. That That's like, hey, that's kind of a you know, kind of needs to happen, you know, Persona being a humongous JRPG and Nintendo switch being such a major seller in Japan, it's like right there in their backyard. So, uh, massive there. It's the same kind of setup that it is for like Xbox right now where, um, Persona five Royals coming out first, I think in November is what it is. And then, uh, uh, Persona 4 Golden and uh, Persona 3 Portable set to come out sometime next year. But either way, I mean, this is big. This is big. Uh, the uh, the other thing now, while that's the that was the biggest thing uh, from a gaming community standpoint. For me personally, the two biggest things come out of that partner direct. Number one, I think I actually pitched this a few weeks, like a month or so ago, uh, was uh, the Mega Man Battle Network Collection. I am so pumped for yeah. this. So pumped for this, bro! It has every game in it, uh, both variants. Because that, you know, Battle Network took the approach of like Pokemon, where it was starting with I think it was the third one, yeah, third one, where they started coming out with two variants for it. So it was like blue and white, and then it was red sun, blue moon, and then it was Proto Man and Colonel, and then um, the two beasts. I forgot what they were called, but yeah, it took a Pokemon approach there. But that is coming out in a collection, which a lot of people were kind of waiting for because we already got like the original Mega Man games in a collection. You already got the X ones in a collection. So now there's this one. Now, there is kind of kind of some curiosity about like that physical release because of the physical release, like for the Switch, that is. Uh, it's like, I think it's gonna be one of those cases where you're gonna have the cartridge, but you're also gonna have to download a portion of the game, which is kind of weird instead of it just being all the games on one, but whatever. But that's coming out next year. Uh, super pumped for that. And then like, It just blows me away that like this like just the marketing behind this fucking game. But that trailer for Sonic Frontiers during that partner was the best thing that we've seen out of that game so far, and it's not even close. And it was just some like quick two-minute trailer out of uh, the, a partner direct versus all of this other marketing and press that Sega has been trying to do with IGN and this and that, whatever. That, tra- that two-minute trailer in a just a random throwaway in the direct was the best thing out of that game yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, the partner showcase is actually pretty solid. I'm not going to lie. It was actually pretty impressive. Uh, we did get a release date for DioField Chronicle, uh, that uh, new tactics RPG from Square, uh, kind of in the same styles like Triangle Strategy, Octopath Traveler, and stuff like that. Uh, that's coming out uh, actually in September twenty uh, second. John, is that one on your radar? Like it is mine?
2: I think it's more on your radar. Okay. I mean, it, it the game looks great, but it's one of those where I'm a. It looks good, but I'm unsure because I was. I don't know. I was I was excited for Triangle Strategy, and then. When I did get my hands on it, it's like I played. It's like I played through. I th- I got like a third of the way through it, right? And then I was like, "Not really what I'm looking for right now." Okay. So m- maybe by the time this comes around, I'll, I'll be back into wanting to play one of those style games.
0: That's fair. Uh, I did see like all the additions released for it, and. W- eh. For a brand new IP, it's kind of sketchy to like maybe commit to buy like one of the big editions, you know. Like yeah, you know, it's like brand new IP. We've barely seen anything on it, but I did think that the the highest edition that you can get, like whatever the collector's edition, I, I did think it was actually pretty sweet because it comes with a board game. It comes with a board game cool. of like the world of these characters. Like the character pieces are your move pieces. It has like a map, uh, a board uh, map for you and everything. The dice, like a whole nine yards. So, like, wh- while I'm not going to hit it up because it's still like 200, 250 bucks, like, oh. it, it is still pretty cool. Like, yeah. it is pretty. Like, it has a bunch of other shit that comes well. with it. You know, obviously the game itself, plus various other things like Steelbook and stuff. But yeah. like the fact that it comes
1: with a board game is
0: actually pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. The fact
1: that it's like 200 bucks though. Well, yeah, I know. it has
2: to be with everything that's included in it. Yeah. And yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it is, it is a very bold statement to have a collector's edition with dedicating that many resources to it.
0: To it's a like brand It's like, you gotta, you yeah.
2: gotta be, they gotta be real confident. Yeah. That, yeah. that people
0: are going to love it. I feel like, uh, like because of like the success of Triangle Strategy, maybe that plays up into it because Triangle Strategy was immensely successful for him
2: Yeah, so maybe that I mean, ties into. That's it. That's still
0: all riding off the back of Octopath Traveler though. It is or like yeah. reintroducing the love for those style games. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Octopath Traveler started it, and now we are where we're, where we're at with it everything. Because I know, like you know, just in that style of games, you know, Live Alive, whatever is getting its remake here soon. I downloaded the demo for that, but I couldn't get into it. I tried. I tried because it was like you could play like three hours into the game for like three different of the stories i will say while i'm not gonna get it and it it seems like it's like i will say the concept for the game is super cool especially when you think back and realize shit yeah this was just a super nes game where it's like for like it being a super nes game and it having like nine different protagonists that you pick and play their stories for kind of similar to octopath traveler for it being a super nes game that's actually f- stupidly impressive so I'm glad, that, like from from that sense, like it makes it makes perfect sense all the game's getting a remake. But yeah, Octopath rather did start off. But Digimon Chronicle, I'm picking up like pretty much day one, but that collector's edition that that is that like like you're saying that is ballsy to do for for a brand new IP. We did get a Digimon Survive gameplay trailer. Did you haven't checked that out? Oh, nope. I know you didn't. I didn't either. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. No, that was last week.
2: <laughs> he just likes to hammer in. I Digimon do. Survive. I do because he was
0: convinced the
1: game's not happening.
2: <laughs> we had like. Three years of no information on the game.
0: No, I mean, that's well, true. What was
1: supposed to be the premise for the game? It's like a tactics game. Okay. yeah, Tactic- well, it's Tactic tactics survival kind of game. Yeah, the, yeah. The, okay. the main the main thing w-
2: was he likes to hammer it in because earlier in the year I said, the game's not coming out this year. The game doesn't because, exist. Because, you because know? We, it, it was two years <laughs> it, of complete yeah. radio silence. Like the website never got updated. No uh, news came out okay. about it or anything. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then it's like even, even with the announcement of its release date and everything. It's like it. they didn't say anything about it. They just started releasing information.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe it's better to release not that much than too much. Well,
2: the thing was, up until like these trailers are still just now coming out, until these trailers started coming out, no one knew what the game was. That's yeah. true. We had a screenshot from 2019. So you're just
1: expecting the cancel announcement. Yeah, he's waiting it. for it any day, even though That's it's said like, to come <laughs> out this month.
2: It's, it's it's set to come out at the end of the month, and it's like, as I told Alex uh, when I said it wasn't coming out, I said, if it comes out, I'll play it. Yeah, I got no issue with that. If they release the game, I'll play it. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like, until that day, when I, when I can download it, it's, I, I'm sti- <laughs> it's like for them, or, or for me, I'm like, we'll just see.
0: Yeah. It's a big we'll see for him. Uh, Sucker Punch did also confirm uh, that there is nothing infamous or Sly Cooper in development by them or anyone else, which is kind of disappointing because we were kind of following some rumors there for a little bit for literally both these things happening from different developers and not Sucker Punch. I don't know if this is just, you know, trademarked kind of BSPR that, they, that companies will do. Like, oh, yeah, that's not happening, you know, uh, and then it does. Uh, and see, yeah, I don't know if it's that or if, if they are being legit. But like, I mean, I will say it does make perfect sense for them to say that they're not doing it because, like, it's just one of those things that's, like, once you reach... A certain milestone as like a publishing company, it's like why go back? You know what I mean? And that's what happened with them with Ghost of Shima. I mean, they have like this unbelievably successful, amazing open world game. Had the uh, the Iki Island expansion, whatever, with it as well for the with the director's cut. The second one is on the way. It's like you have like this unbelievable, like well profiting IP. It's like why even go back? You know, it's like Sly it's like Cooper, Infants. It's just like eh. I know it's nostalgia and they were fun games, but like hey, money talks, man. And yeah. Ghost of shima's a seller. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of
2: those where it's like. I mean, the people may be asking for it. People seem to want it, but at the same time, they've also got to look around at some of these other remakes and remasters yeah, that yeah. have come out and go, I mean, there was a lot of outcry for those games, for them to, to remake them or remaster them or something. Hmm. Sales don't always pop on those. Yeah, there's
0: only a couple that do. Like, yeah. off the top of my head, what? Obviously, Final Fantasy Seven remakes is such a big deal there, Um, you know. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition; those sales were was um, immensely better than they even than even Bioware and EA expected. But other than that, like when these remakes come out, how often do they actually really sell?
1: You know what I mean? I mean, I have a huge problem with all the remakes and remasters; is they just don't turn out right at least half the time. That is true. That is true. (laughs) But then the Mass Effect one, like that was brilliant. Every now and then, there's like you know gold. Well, well, even then, it's like some mm -hmm. of
2: these. It's like sometimes even with like when they bring these older games back in and do a remake or a new game for them or something like that even if the game hits exactly what the old games were yeah it's not exactly what people are wanting to play these days yeah I'm it's right. like people will be excited about it when, like with nostalgia seeing it all but then when it comes time to buy it they may buy it and it's like or they may look at it and go yeah, there's that, but I also have this list of 15 other games I need to get to. Yeah, and they're true. all $60. And I've, and I've yeah. already, I've played the old version of these games. I can play those whenever I want to. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's like I I kind of fall into traps with some of these games, because there's been several games this year where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna buy that. And mm-hmm. then it comes time for it to come out, and I'm like, dude, I haven't finished my other games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I haven't even finished Elden Ring yet. I, I'll get on that every now You're the now only and one playing oh, wow. out of us. Oh my god, it's even, so good! I, I've, I've, I've watched enough of it. No, I mean, it's just a great game, though. Like, it's none of that hand-holding shit from mm-hmm. most games today. It Just figure it out, stupid. But, yeah. it, like, you know, it gives it, you that's, just, That is what it is, yeah. But it's just amazing. It, if you want a challenge, like, that's it right there. It's a fucking great game. But it's so fucking hard. I keep taking these breaks from it because it's so damn hard. Right. But, yeah, I'll go back to, like, GTA or something. You
0: want to know who, who thought they wanted a challenge, but it completely backfired? Who? that guy right there josh told me <laughs> that he was thinking about buying elden ring and i told him up front do not do that you will yeah. waste your money that game is not for you okay you want to start talking <laughs> but then about that just pe- makes
2: someone want to buy it <laughs> you want to start talking about people playing ga- or buying games and then it being too challenging for are you about it? to roast me did you, did you beat Sifu yet? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: no. No, no. Mis- Mr. I'm going to wait until the easy mode look, comes out and then I'm going to beat it oh, an Let's, easy mode. Yeah, there's an easy <laughs> mode coming out. There, yeah, we, that's it. when I was going to play it. No, I'm bad at that game, bro. No, listen, and I'm not even going to deny that because look, who doesn't who didn't buy Elden Ring? Me. You yeah, know, there's I, a reason. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Hey, right, I'm just saying if you go if you go start
0: throwing someone up some other names around, I'm gonna look, come back it's, at you. Listen, it's already wet. you the bus too. Look, look I've already said <laughs> publicly on this show that it see I was bad at seafood and I was gonna wait for the easy mode to come out. All right, like there is no hiding this. That's oh, crazy I <laughs> how they come
1: out with an easy mode later. That's fucking yes.
0: hilarious. Yeah. Game's tough. Game's tough. I mean, you get you, you need you need to be pretty skilled. Is Elden Ring going to come out with an easy mode? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, Jared, Not. you're on your well, own, bud. <laughs> you gotta, I bet if it did, Josh would probably hop back yeah, into it. Right. Yeah.
2: Hey, you gotta you gotta remember that's two different two different developers there. One, I of, know, them, one but... of them is very much of the
0: mindset of fuck you, Geek <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. All right, well, uh, out of the, coming out of the break week, and uh, it's actually kind of interesting, kind of curious on your thoughts since you are actually playing Elden Ring. Uh, this past week, it finally happened. We did get our release date for God of War. Which just,
2: it's like the most casual drop of it release was. date ever. <laughs> it was. There was no, it's like everybody was like, oh, it's happening, it's happening. And then the day that everybody said it was going to happen just came and went. And then like yep. two days later, just a tweet with a date. Yep. <laughs>
1: all they need to do
0: and it's like everybody was like oh here we go <laughs> yeah yeah uh coming out on the ninth man they were so close that 11 11 i wanted it to be 11 11 just to be the middle finger to microsoft because that was starfield's release oh, oh man 11 11 would have been hilarious but 11 9 that's fun and now I, as soon as i sent to john john's like well i know what i'm taking on my vacation <laughs> i was i was like looking on it i was like okay
2: what day is that on okay i'm gonna need to put in for the like I was talking to a coworker, I went. You think it? You think it's a little too soon to start putting in vacation for November? It's
1: never <laughs> too soon.
2: No, never too I, soon. That's why I was like, I was like, we'll probably do
0: that soon because no one else is looking at November yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they they showed off all the additions for it and everything. Got a quick little trailer. Uh, super pumped for this coming out. And and where I was leading with that though, with the Elden Ring thing, is like up until this point, especially with like the game delays that we've had, Elden Ring was like it's been considered the game of the year. Do you think uh, Elden is is Elden Ring your game of the year? Or do you think God of War is the only God of War is the only thing that can compete with it? And also, I'm curious, even though you haven't played Elden Ring, but you've watched a lot, what's your thoughts on that? What's going to be the game of the year? Is it going to be God of War, Elden Ring? Well, that's that's an, well, that's that's one of those ones that. It's hard to answer
2: because of the way, like, God of War was in 2018. Yeah. It was such a departure from it. It's going to be... It, it, that's going to come down to how good it is the story from it, because we already all know from from the 2018 version, the combat and kind of the exploration, little puzzles and stuff they had in it was fantastic. Yeah. It's like, that alone is really good. Are they going to nail it with the story again? Is, is where it is. I'm pretty sure they will. I think they and, will too. And then it, it just comes down to uh, kind of how the expiration is going to work in this one as well as how long is the game going to end up being. Mm-hmm. Which, it, I mean, if it if it surpasses 2018, then it's, it's a real contender. Because yeah. I know a lot of people are going to... The, the problem is a lot of people are going to be saying Elden Ring but then you got to remember a recency bias starts to come into play too.
0: That is true. With it just coming out at you know there at the beginning of November the most you know game awards whether it be the game awards or other ones other they they're all in December so that recency yeah. bias definitely plays in. But mm-hmm. as far as my opinion on
2: it, on it on if it could, absolutely it could take mm-hmm. game, game. Oh yeah. And I mean for me if it's if it's up to the standard and even surpasses what 2018 was, I would say it would be what I'm the gameplay style of Elden Ring isn't particularly my thing, but you do have to respect how good that game actually is, right?
0: What about you, Jerry? What's your thoughts?
1: I never finished the uh God of War 2018 you are version. Fucking worthless, I know. I start, <laughs> I had a PS4, I started it, I played it for a while, but I just never finished it. I don't know what the problem is with me, but a lot of times when I start a game, I can't finish them
2: oh yeah I play I play t- 10 hours
1: into a lot of games exactly yeah I'll <laughs> play for like you know long streaks and then I'll just go back to like you know my regular daily play games like GTA and Apex or some right. shit right but like yeah, Elden Ring that's is that's me except with GTA and Apex game. it's just Rocket League see yeah <laughs> I've never even true. played Rocket League but I see gameplay and it's like that looks fun as hell that's but a, I never fucking played it don't no don't do it you're just gonna get life sucked it. away it's is all, that it
2: it's the only game you'll ever play <laughs>
1: I mean, it seems like a fun game, but I don't think I could play it for days on end like that.
2: But yeah, that's—I will say that—that that kind of what you're describing. I am the exact same way with most games that I play. Yeah. Which is why, like, games that come out and they, like, they do, I, they do drag me and I sit with it and play them all the way through. Mm-hmm. They stick out far and above the rest. Which why are you why, looking like, at my Rocket League tonight? Because uh, I wanted to <laughs> shout it out
0: on Steam. John has nine hundred and six hours on Damn for Rocket League.
2: That's that, hey, lie. you you act like that's a lot of num that like that's a lot of time. But the people <laughs> I play with regularly, we st- we all downloaded it the same day, and they have fifteen hundred hours. <laughs> I was say, we Jesus probably have like track. double the time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm still I'm still, like a newborn. Oh, okay. See so, yeah.
1: Because even though I've played Apex for so fucking long since it came out, I'm still, like, kind of casual with it. Like, every now and then I can get some good kills, but most of the time I'm just trying to stay yeah. alive. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> See, I got into Apex, like, when it came out. Yeah. Dropped off for a while. And then every now and then, we'll, like, me and my buddies will try to jump back into it, mm-hmm. play, like, ten games, and, and
1: then we're just like... See, I've dropped off several times. Like, there were a few scenes where I didn't play at all, but then, like, got back into it. It's like, well, I wonder if it's any better. I tried One it when it came out, that like, was far enough for me. Out of all the battle royale games, it was the most fun to me, and it plays really well. Mm -hmm. But apparently, there's been a lot of problems with the latest season, Mm. stuff like that, just a lot of issues. But going back to the game year discussion, like uh, Elden Ring, it's such a fantastic game. It's so fucking good. It kind of reminds me of like older games that were more challenging, right? And again, they just the massive tutorials and like hand holding of you know, current games—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's not that at all. Yeah. It'll, like, it'll teach you how to play the game, but you have to kind of seek out the information. Like, you have to want to learn. Like, you have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, that get good mentality is that game <laughs> entirely. It <laughs> is.
2: See, that's, I do agree with you there. Well, that's that's where I would say, like, depending on how good the story for God of War Ragnarok ends up being, yeah. Yeah. is yeah. where it could excel. Because while there is some stuff in Elden Ring. And it's like, well, the world itself kind of tells tells you its story by how you play it, it's a vague story. It's it's, it's different than like a. It, it's hard to compare
1: that to the narrative driven to, to like a very mm-hmm.
2: narrative driven like gonna hit you with everything it's got.
1: See, and I love those like story based games, you know, like Tomb Raider, like Uncharted, where it like you know pushes you through this like cinematic experience, but at the same time that feels too handholding. Like you're just yeah, can, uh, yeah, like it's just a ride. Like you're, you're on, on the a roller coaster, yeah, kind of thing.
0: You're on the rails, and sometimes you get a chance to get off the ride and not be right. On the rails you get every to explore a little a bit, yeah. which is
1: I don't like. I'm not which that's say. I God don't War like is. them, but it's but it's not mean my it's bad. thing, right? Like yeah, yeah. Got more it. power to people like who fucking enjoy those games, hmm. but it's just not my thing. Like, I like the open world concept of games a lot, where you just explore and figure it out. I will
0: say for my stance on if God of War is going to win Game of the Year, for at least the Game Awards, the official Game Awards show, yes, it's Win Game of the Year. And the only reason I say that is because I'm still salty about 2018. Because, like, if, if it, it's going to be, like, I feel like a repeat of 2018 where you have, like, this unbelievable, like, open world experience of a game, right? That won multiple awards that night with Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, I mean, like, uh, like I like was, like, best, like, score, I think. I know uh, Roger Clark won. I think it was Roger Clark won for uh, for the best character portrayal over the guy that played Kratos. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, you know, best narrative or something. Whatever. Well, I mean, he won, like, six awards that night. And it's like, all right, game of the year. God of War. It's yeah, like, what? Red
1: Dead 2 should have taken it. <laughs> What? Like, I'm at the <laughs> end of Red Dead 1 and then gonna play Red Dead 2 again. It's just, it's such a fucking good game. Yeah. So, God That's of War is so not a game of the year. That's
2: my opinion. So, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you Red Dead people who can be as salty as you I will be. I will forever it's be like, salty. Well, I mean, like, Red Dead did I, I win can't a lot of games. They control the game wars. wars.
1: They so. fucking do what they want. Just personally, I like Red Dead 2 yeah, way like, more than God of War.
2: It's like the Red Dead people, understandably, you guys are upset that you did your game didn't win that, but I mean, people have spoken, man. <laughs> people have spoken. People have spoken. It's rigged votes. Doesn't also, that, that, that it's like that one, you can't even, can't even really call that one recency bias either. Which uh Oh, oh, 2018. oh right yeah, yeah. It's like that one was just. It's like there was plenty of time for every like yep. everybody to get their hands on it. It was actually a surprise that I mean it was a surprise for me well i mean hell oh yeah right it's fun standing on the winning side though piss off <laughs> speaking
0: of spoken forespoken got delayed for I the Is this the third time
2: yeah it's at least the second time because it was supposed to come out in may august, or i think it was supposed to come out i think it was may august and it got pushed october okay okay and then it got and then this is the second time it's been pushed
0: yeah getting pushed back to january uh forespoken being uh for people that haven't you know, I've been following it. It's uh, new first-party Sony game. Uh, looks incredible. Um, yeah. Because the gameplay is what really gets you. It's like there's just so much happening with all the spell casting that yeah. you can do. It's one of those where I remember
2: back to when we f- the game
0: was first shown. I was like, this
2: game looks a little weird. I don't know. It, the magic looks kind of mm-hmm. not right in that. And then it's like you go back and you watch it and all the new stuff they come out with. You're like, holy fuck, this looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I will say my like thing on this is like I want to believe... From the statement they put out and where what we saw of the game the last time was like the 10-minute trailer, I want to say them delaying it doesn't have to do with the game being in a bad spot. Like, because they said in their statement that the game is complete that they're just doing on the polishing stage. Yo, I'm going to be brutally honest. I legit think it's just Sony going to whoever's making uh, Force Bill Guy Forgotten. Like, hey, we got the date for God of War lined up. You might want to get the fuck out of the way. Like, you might want to step aside for (laughs) this one. You know, it very might be. That's what I think. Because it's like,
2: a couple weeks ago we were starting to say, like, there's the end of the year wasn't Mm -hmm. wasn't looking too hot. Yeah. Like, we had, like, we, I mean, we have like October kind of subtle, but like no solid. But yeah. like November and December was kind of nothing, and now yeah. it's like now we're with like God of War and that. We got God of War, we got Pokemon, we're mm. a couple of things, and it's like holy shit, this is gonna be. Yep. November is gonna be a month. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: And it very well could just be, like, somebody at Sony calls them up and goes. I just gonna let you know. They we we got the date for God of War set in. Yep. A little close to you.
0: Yep. Just, just giving you a little heads up here. And I feel like that's a legit possibility because like while this time it's the same publishing, they're both from Sony being God of War and Forspoken, Sony may look at it like, well, I mean, we saw what happened with Forbidden West. It came out like right around the time with Elden Ring and everyone kinda Dropped Forbidden West or didn't pick it up at all very quickly because with Forbidden West sales, the sales for Forbidden West didn't even really start to pick up until like I think it was like June or I think it was like last month, May and June is when Forbidden West sales started to really start to climb because now it's like everyone's kind of, ah, everyone may be done with Elden Ring. Let's try Forbidden West that came out back in February. So Sony may look at like, yeah, that kind of happened once to us. Now, granted, that you know, Elden Ring wasn't our first party, so let's not fuck our own first party game. It's a new IP. So, hey, why don't you just push yourself? back a couple months because the that's warning. also because that's also the thing it's not like I got a heavy delay I mean it went from October to January so like, I really do think that it was just like hey God of War is coming beginning of November you might want to get out of the way mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean
2: I know for me I'm going to be I'm, I'm going to be clearing my schedule yeah. for for when God of War comes out it's right. like, and I'm going to be under the assumption that I mean if it's similar to the, to the first game somewhere around a 25 30 25 to 35 yeah, hour yeah. time frame to, to To get or as like main story, and then probably some extra stuff to do from
0: there. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, ain't ain't nothing really getting in that way, (laughs) right? True, no. And you're right about the fall, though, it's kind of been lining up pretty well. Because, like, uh, in October, we still have Midnight Suns, um, from Marvel, we have Gotham Nights at the end of the month, uh, and then in November, we have God Award War, now Pokemon. And then, uh, while not for us in December, we have the Callisto Protocol, which does look phenomenal for that style of game. Well, it's not my style of game, you want to play that. You don't want to play that, <laughs> no. But still, I'm just... <laughs> no. You, I mean, you can get high on life. High on life's coming out this year. Dude, fuck that game. <laughs> Have you seen Are High you... on Life? It was from that. It was from the showcase at E three. Or oh, with all E3, the fucking game. talking, guns the talking weapons—it's made by the Rick and Morty
1: creators. Oh yeah, that yeah. was yeah, that was one of the ones I had on my list. Like I oh, this one—it's one, it's on his list. One. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's coming to Game no, like, Pass. Okay, coming okay. to Game okay. Pass day one. Okay, but with like two two very different everything. people sitting sitting <laughs> across the chair i saying, like, here. I love you know the show Rick and Morty and their. Uh, God, their comedy is just fucking hilarious. But that. Can't uh, relate to that. So meanwhile, God, what was it? He's over there,
2: man. It's great. It's like I'm. I love the comedy of that. Meanwhile, as soon as that gun started talking, I, I just started getting mad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you see the knockoff of the, the Needler on there? Yeah. 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 But no, uh, I think it was Trover's Universe for the Quest Two. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, that was a fucking hilarious game, and just the fact that they made a High on Life. And it's the graphics are that good for that fucking stupid. It does of a look game. good,
0: yes, in terms of graphics.
1: But yes. I, I'm gonna have to play it. Like well, it's I coming the game to Game Pass Day One. You well,
0: yeah, you're good. I'm on it. Yeah, yeah he's already on it. He's yeah. good to go. No, so Fall is looking pretty solid. I mean, I'm, I, there's a lot of good stuff coming out, um, including another one that got its official release date the day before God of War. Skull and Bones finally coming you know, out I after was, like ten years. I was
2: <laughs> looking at I was looking at the re- release date earlier, and I was like, "Man, bad choice." Well, th- th- the interesting thing is because we were talking a couple weeks ago about like they might just quietly push it out. That's yeah. That's that's not happening. <laughs> they're they're all hands on deck. <laughs> we got we got a like well,
0: it was 48 forty eight minutes, four
2: or five different like videos that they yep. had out with. They had like the developers and that talking about it, going over some of the stuff. What their plans were, and then mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, okay, I guess good on you. You go, you you you're actually sticking to your guns here. You yep. want to you want to show like we made an actual game. And to be fair, the game looks, it looks good. Define that visually. Okay. Okay. Visually. okay. <laughs> okay yes, I agree. <laughs> Vis, that's what. Yeah, visually looks looks pretty good. I don't know about the rest of it. <sighs> this looks like. You it know, looks like it looks like Sea of Thieves if you had to do a little more gathering,
0: yeah, and it, and it wasn't as like cartoony, yeah. It all it looks like a dumbed down version of Sea of Thieves, though,
1: like simpler, not as much in there, or well, I don't a... know
2: if I would say a dumbed down version because you got to remember what Sea of Thieves was when it came out. That's fair. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of <laughs> you can't compare adds. it to that now. That's fair. That's fair. Because I was watching some of the videos on on Skull and Bones earlier. Yeah, me too. And. I don't know, man. It doesn't look like there's a lot going on there. Very, very basic. And it it is surprising that they're they're like gung ho with all like making this forty eight minute presentation and that showing, giving us all this gameplay, mm-hmm. talking about the
1: customization and everything, and you are sending it out to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Yeah, that was. It seems like it's a problem when you like show the entire game. And it's like, well,
0: fuck and there's not much to the game. Right. And see that's the unfortunate part is cuz leading up to this reveal like a couple months ago like I remember there was like a leaked video for Skull and Bones gameplay. There was some other leaked information where they're just like yeah, all it is, is that you can go to like a outpost and a port every once in a while and other than that you just you know sail around and do the naval combat and she's like that's it. Is that really it? And then I would get the full thing and it's like damn, that really was just <laughs> it. <laughs> it's like
2: in defense of them the different ship like the different the like types of ships and different weapons you can attach to them is a cool idea.
0: Yeah. Doesn't look like it's going to be fun though. And look, I I'll also say in defense of them. If it wasn't for like the 19 19- thousand different reboots this game has gone through and different developers or different head head directors whatever and if this game would have actually come out this when game, it was supposed to if this game came out six years ago it'd be a banger exactly if it came out when they planned because you know in case you didn't know jared this game like it's was actually meant to originally be like an expansion for Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag and then like the naval combat in Black Flag was like so popular amongst fans and still is they just instead of making an expansion like let's just make it into a brand new game it's own game and that's what Skull and Bones is that's Mm -hmm. where that's where it came from that's legit so it's like if this game would have come out obviously years ago like around like maybe a year or two after Black Flags release it would have been a banger. But like dude this game has been through so many reset cycles, like just development hell. And here's another fun fact for you cuz like a lot of people don't talk about this and we we covered it a long time ago. Ubisoft actually like they have to release this game. They can't cancel it. They like they are legally forced to uh, release this game in like another country. There's like another country where because of the amount of money that Ubisoft has had continued to pull to even keep this game afloat uh, because of the re- re- multiple like development cycles that it's gone through. Whatever country it was, like they are they legally have to release this game or they can be sued. Wow, like that's how much this game has been through a shit storm. Like Jesus. that's real. This is real life right now. Like, seriously, this game coming out right now, like like John said, they're sending this thing out to fucking die. The yeah. day before God of War, it doesn't <laughs> even look that great. It's like, you're
2: sending it out, like, not even just the fact that you're sending it out the day before God of War, but you're sending it out at the beginning of November yep. when October's already looking pretty good. Yep. Especially with Gotham Knight right there at the yeah. end of the month. It's like, yeah. October's looking pretty good. There's, there's, there's some pretty big games there. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, well, they could be like, well, November didn't look that great before. It's like, yeah. But still, it's (laughs) like you're going into the year. It's like you're going into the year with a game that doesn't look like it has that much gameplay to it. Yep. Because even even in their, like, eight-minute gameplay video that they showed, I mean, like, a third of that time was talking about, like, crafting and going to an island to mine iron or something and cutting down wood from trees and that and I'm like the boring gathering parts it's like man you don't if if your gameplay trailer is like over like a 30 second section on gathering materials Mm -hmm. it's probably not looking too great and it's like the the other part of the time it's like I mean I'll give them credit it's like it looks like based on like your ship visually looks different depending on what type of defensive materials and stuff you look at. Right. It is isn't it's a nice touch. Yeah. But you gotta have more. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean it could be a case where it comes out and then they like slowly add on stuff like as it comes out. Yeah. Where it gets better, but that's another thing I hate about games a lot is well, they'll just, you know, the other come out the, with a half made game.
2: The other thing is, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna play a ship where you or play a game where you Get on a pirate ship, and sail around and fight other ships and go on adventures. Why would someone play Skull and Bones over Sea of Thieves, which
0: That's has true. more content?
1: That's true. I mean, just to try it out, but then immediately just go back to Sea of Thieves. Yeah. yeah, isn't it
0: the kind of the same mindset of like, why would you play Lost World when you play something else? New World. I, oh. co- I combined Lost Ark New and World. New World. Okay. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what is he on about right now? It's, I mean, it's like the same mindset with New World, right? Like, why play that when you can play something else that's better? Yeah. In the same same field.
1: There are a lot of MMORPGs yeah. like
0: that. Because it's like, what makes New World stand out? And it's kind of like this with Skull well, what, then, what makes you stand out? New World was crashing w-
1: GPUs, but that's New World was <laughs> right. New World was
2: great. The problem with New World was it was supposed to be a PvP game that they did a hard switch on to go with PVE stuff because they forgot people like PVE. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like it just it took too long for the stuff to come out. That The majority of the player base dropped out, and by the time it did come out, no one wanted to jump back in mm-hmm. because it is a grindy as fuck game.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Skull and Bones though. Big no from me. I'm not picking this one
1: up. I mean, I would maybe try it out, but then might yeah. be on it game. should might be on Game Pass. It could be on if it's game on Pass. Game Pass, I'll try it. Yeah, out if it's, it's on Game Pass, I'll, I'll I'll download it and I'll try it out.
0: Sure, but yeah. you know, and it probably will be. I mean, Ubisoft's got to look to cut that
1: check. You know,
2: probably it'll probably end up on Game Pass. I may try it out, but hell, I didn't really get into See It Thieves when I tried it out. Yeah, that's fair.
1: yeah. I mean, I just started it's getting like, back into it. It's like it's,
2: it's one of those where. I guess you got to be in a particular mood to want to play
1: that style game. Yeah, I'd be in the mood to fucking throw the controller through the TV when someone attacks me when I have like a ship full of fucking chests on Sea of Thieves. Sorry. (laughs) But if they can add like a PvE or like a passive mode on Sea of Thieves. Oh, okay. Sea of Thieves. Then I'll be happy with Sea of Thieves and I'll play it every day. But until they do, I'm going to play it for short instances and like (laughs) quit while I'm ahead before someone else attacks me because. But, yeah, if Skull and Bones has, like, they, a massive mode... They do, yeah. Okay, then, yeah, they, they, they broke it. it would be, like, a good transition yeah. from Sea of Thieves to where I get pissed off at other yes. people. Yes, they broke it down where you, go can, to that where you can choose
0: inventory. to uh, join the PvE or PvP server. Okay. You know, well, just, yeah, just,
1: I'll definitely try it out and, you know, okay, have some man. innocent yeah. fun. I mean, if
0: it comes to Game Pass, which, let's be real, it probably will. Ubisoft needs that check after the amount yeah. of money they've blown on this game. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'll, I'll probably download it then. Yeah. Yeah, but... All right, uh, next up, talking about Rockstar. Uh Rockstar has recently pushed all assets to focus on GTA six. Um, with this, GTA four and the Red Redemption 1 remasters, remakes, whatever they're gonna be. I would I would say remasters. That we 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 chat about this. We chat about this before like trilogy was coming yeah. out that this was looking like it was gonna potentially happen. Uh they were on the table, but that they got canned. They got yeah. canned they because they don't need them anyway. And in my opinion, they do. Um Why? it would it
2: would be nice to have. Like for for people who didn't play the, those games, it'd be nice to have like yep. a slightly updated version of them on yeah, new but consoles. is it
1: worth it to have a slightly updated version like that? Because you know that's the remakes that don't make sense to me. Well, no, no, like... that's
2: the different. It's that's not a remake. That'd be the well, remaster. remaster. Yeah, I, remaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: it's it. I mean, remakes a lot of times are better than remaster because it's like the same game. Well, with yeah, but it's just it's just it still has the old yeah, problems. Yeah, because all you're doing
2: is you're you're bringing it forward basically to sell it again to the people, either the people who didn't play it before or the people who really love the game and just want to play it again, but they don't want to have to go backwards
0: to play it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So those were on the table, just depending on GTA Trilogy like receptions and stuff. And mm-hmm. I even said at the time that I would buy the Trilogy just in like support of that, and I did. I bought the Trilogy twice actually. I bought it for Xbox and PlayStation, but I've yet to—I've n- never played
1: it just because of how there was a lot of bad reviews on it. it was,
0: well, I mean yeah. Zach played it, and that was enough for me. Zach played it. I played it.
1: the San Andres
0: one. He he played it, and he told me what it was like. Plus everything else that I saw, and that was enough for me. Where it's like, all right, so I three is. Mid tier, in my opinion, it's not a it's an okay game, it was great at
1: the time. But uh, yeah.
0: great at the time. All of these were great at the time. Yeah, Vice City, I'll be honest, I don't see the fucking hype on this game. It's okay. San Andreas is great. That is one that's yeah. like every once in a while, I don't mind replaying it, but like. I bought them when they came out. I had no I had no desires to play. But blame. if
1: the older GTAs but, got remakes, that would be awesome. If they yeah, did it right. No, that's different. Yeah, if they did it right, yeah. it would be amazing. So, because of just how poorly they they shoved these
0: remasters out the damn door and just got terrible sales yeah. and terrible reception, GTA 4, which in my opinion is one of the best GTAs, it was really uh, good. and Red Dead Redemption 1, which could definitely have like that nice little touch up you know, to new current gens, those both got canned. And with this movement as well, they've basically left this thing out the to die they like kind of like what we're saying with skull and bones where they're just, like pushing out the die rockstar has done that with red dead online because also with this now red dead online is now set in a place where it already has been because its last update was june of last year i forgot what the update was called yeah june of last year was its last update but now it's now confirmed that it's going to be receiving little to no updates moving forward as they focus everything on gta 6 which mm-hmm. like i mean i can get it gta 6 is going to be like one of the best-selling games in the history of video games like i get it but damn like come on man it's like you have some other things where you could also make money too. I mean, I mean, I get it. You're you're well, trying to make one of the biggest selling games that's going to ever come out. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get a game that when they finally announce it, like it's going to legitimately potentially break the internet,
1: like 100. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the GTA Six, like, there's been fake rumors all over the fucking oh, yeah, place. Yeah, no, they never people stop. People are just begging for info on it. Yeah, just well, any it, type of info. It's
2: the, it's a thing of like they could they could be trying to support Red Dead Online, or they can not care about that too much and then introduce. Two new cars to GTA Online make and, a ton and, of money and and, and make ten times yep or ten or twenty times whatever they would make from a sale of Red Dead Online
0: mm-hmm.
2: because it's like I mean they 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 know they know where the money's at yes it's like as as cool as some of these like little remasters would be I mean all the all of their money is GTA Five right now, mm. and they know the second they start talking about GTA Six, people are gonna go fucking nuts. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a broken mess when it comes out; people, it's like it's still gonna sell millions. Yeah.
1: I and mean, as much as I love the GTA Five online, it I have such problems with it because they'll come out with these you know free expansions or add-ons to the game mm. where it's like new heists and stuff like that, but then it's like over a million dollars of in-game money to get into that expansion. So it kind of gives you that feeling of they want you to buy GTA dollars to immediately get into it, or you can grind and then get into it that way without having to spend real money. But it's just, you know, do you want time or money? Which one do you want to use? Right. And it's just this really annoying Thing they've been going on for years. Yeah, it's era of gaming. And like you were saying, they come out with new cars, and it's like, oh, now this is the new fastest super class car. And it's just, well, that one's like three fucking million. How am I going to get that? And then it's like, we'll spend money or grind. Play the game, man. (laughs) Yeah, but like, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, just play the game when it takes me fucking. Over just Jared, so many times to get people was, into a heist, and then was, after three tries, a dude leaves, <laughs> and then you have to look all over again because the two guys that stayed, they're not going to rejoin because they have better shit to do somewhere else. Jared, I've
2: spent most Gosh. of this year playing Lost Ark. You're getting no sympathy from me. <laughs> I know. I, I'm like the only
1: one here that really is into like GTA. Well, no, online. no,
2: I, Lost Ark was, a, was is like super pay to progress.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, like, it's hardcore. Okay.
2: Let me put it this way. There's a daily spending limit. What? There's a, there's a thousand. <laughs> there's a one thousand dollars cap to, to to spending money in Lost Does Ark. Does people have
1: that much of a problem? Wait, what? People will just spend money on the game.
2: It's like people people just swipe their card to max. Their Is that kid, like to kids like, with Fortnite money? It, yeah, well, it's, basically. Yeah, it's like yeah. a, with their mom's credit V-Bucks, card. Yeah, V Bucks. Yeah, V Bucks. Yeah, Lost Ark it's an RNG upgrade system. You got to buy materials and then you have like a 4% chance to get the upgrade to the next tier, See,
1: I hate to, fucking, to get the next level. I hate and people, pay to win or pay people, to progress. People will sw-
2: swipe their card. It took me months and months to, to get to where people were at in weeks.
1: That's, that's exactly the same problem with GTA Online, man. Because people yeah. just put that's real why, money. Into that's why it I'm, I'm just progress. over here smiling
0: as you're saying that. No,
1: yeah. I yeah, you understand. <laughs> yeah, he gets it.
0: That's why he's not going to give you any sympathy. <laughs> like, I know. I'm like, I've can gonna... we give
1: each other sympathy? Because nah. I'll at least nah. give you sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm you not just... swiping my fucking. Card. Can you know, you know fucking... what I did?
0: What I played
1: the fucking game.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's
1: what I do. But God,
0: man, it's so <laughs> no pay to annoying. win sucks. I mean, yeah, it's annoying. Like pay
1: to so win or just pay to progress or pay to convenience. That's the thing. Like
2: Ugh. like GTA, it's they they look at it and they're like, here's this new car. Mm-hmm. It's like here's this new heist or something. But to do this heist, you have to have this previous expansion, which you have to pay a million dollars to buy the vehicle for. But then you also have to pay a million dollars to buy the business that has the garage that yeah. you can have it in the there, there for. And that's the main thing. It'll be like you have it's to like, buy
1: this two million dollar right. facility in so, order to so, even start it. Yeah. Yep. So their thing if you want to host
2: it at least. So their thing is like if you want to be a part of this and do it whenever you want to. You have to spend twenty million dollars to get everything needed to do it. Mm-hmm. So you wanna you want a card shark card?
1: Yeah. Or whatever it is? Yeah. Or do, it's do you like whale and megalodon right, and yeah, all yeah.
0: that bullshit? God, man. That's that's the era of gaming that we're in. That's that's yeah. another
1: reason why Elden Ring was so great because everything is, is in, in the, the game. game yeah. that's a, it's that's, just that's, all there's there. A,
2: there's a reason why all of the games I'm excited for are like single player games or just co
1: op games. It's like <laughs> that. <laughs> true. That's
2: true. That's true. <laughs> the only multiplayer game I play is Rocket League. Yeah, yeah. it's like there's no paying to win in that yeah. game.
1: Although yeah. I did, you know, as much as I love Apex and GTA, I've like kind of gotten away from them. Because I felt like I was just getting into this like <clears throat> monotonous, repetitive thing of just playing the same matches over and over, yeah, and doing right. the same things over and over. It's like, well, I want to get back into stories. Look, so I'm like, let's play Red Dead again. I'm I'm with you on that because like
0: I'm not in that same mental mode. As I used to be when we were right. younger and playing yeah, like, Halo, Halo 3 and Call of Duty, just play over and over and over, like and yeah. just never think. Uh, now John's shaking his head because of his 906 right. hours in Rocket well, no, League. No, no, I, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm shaking my head because at the same time I'm like,
2: I can't do that either. Like, okay, I, I'll play if I log in to play Rocket League. It's like I'll pl- I'll play 10 games at max, yeah. right? Or it's like I'll play yeah, like 10 games, yourself. or if it, or if we're having fun and stuff, we'll extend it a little bit longer. But mm. that's like that's like fucking. I, I could. I could sit down and play like a single player game if I'm really into it. Like mm-hmm. when Tales of Rise came yeah, out, like I sat down and played it for 12 hours before I got up again. Right. Nice. And then Rocket League or like any multiplayer games like that, I'll sit down and I'm like, after like an hour and a half, I'm like, fuck, dude, I gotta take a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We're not. We're not. We're just old guys. We're not. Yeah. We're not how we used to be when we could literally get home from school or whatever and click on Halo
1: Three or Modern Warfare Two and just play it until like one in the morning. But it's we like, can't do that anymore. Now we're just we're connoisseurs. <laughs> we're, we're waiting for the really great games to just pull yeah, us yeah. in for twelve hours at we'll a time. That, <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, it, the the other example I think of that is like, I mean, this is this. Over ten years ago, Skyrim when it came oh, out, dude. we all we all showed up I over still at your place yeah. and then yeah. start a new character, <laughs> like, well, play well, for a day, and then don't pick well, up that character. Like we all, we all, <laughs> yeah it's like we all showed up over at your place. That I'm it's like I sat down. I think it, it's like you guys had to convince me to get up to go outside. Yeah, because like in a 24 hour period, I think I played that game 20 hours. It, it was like yeah, <laughs> that the like, night
1: it came out. We just all went over my place. Everyone yep. has their own TV, their own Xbox, and they're just everyone's like going in different directions in yep, yep. the game. I, so I very good. clearly
0: remember that release because uh the day that it came out, obviously 11 11 11, yep. um was like the one day like they, they said it all week at school for me at least. Obviously you guys went to a different school. Yeah. But like they're like, "Alright, seniors, you cannot miss this day. This is the day that you have to come <laughs> to get your oh, cap and ca- your cap and gown <laughs> stuff. Like you have to, like 11 11, you know, 11, you got to get your cap and gown stuff set up for graduation." And I sh- don't I was like, "Fuck that." That's like <laughs> it's like i'll I'll still graduate it'll be okay you know and went to the midnight release stayed the night at your house and my grandmother thought i went to school that day (laughs) but i stayed the night at his at his house and then came over to your house to play skyrim (laughs) i very clearly remember that all my friends were talking mad shit about me all day because like you know our friend andy also a massive elder scrolls fan he's just like i want to fucking play skyrim too but you see me fucking here dealing with this graduation bullshit fuck this guy
2: (laughs) Uh, good times man but yeah it's, it's one of those things where it's like it's it's especially rare these days when like ga- a game will come out that just grabs yeah like grab like forces you into or, the chair and it's yeah. like play it okay <laughs> <like, laughs> that's a good way to put it yeah because like literally this year of all the games that I've started and all the games that I've played one has done that to me and it was tales of a rise okay and that was one that like going into it I had played the demo through multiple times mm. I had watched a lot of stuff coming out and I went this is a game that I'm going. To, I'm going to absolutely love.
1: I'm going to have to try it. I think so like, play I just one I like actually that. just
0: picked up recently. It's been on sale recently for like twenty bucks.
1: Yeah. It's right over there on my shelf. I haven't
0: played it yet. I just got it last Saturday. I, I'm trying to beat my first playthrough of Fire Emblem Three Hopes, which i to chat yeah. about here in a minute. Uh, but you know, because I'm I'm not that far from beating the game. Uh, so once I was done with that, I was going to hop on to Tails. So
1: what all is it on? Like, is it uh, on, j- everything yeah, it's
0: on everything? Yeah, yeah well, it's on okay. everything. It's, well, not on Switch, obviously, yeah, but cool, I mean, yeah. you, would, you would get it on yeah. Xbox. Yeah, it's anyway, on PlayStation, probably. Xbox,
2: PC. Yeah, right and
0: it's, it's been on sale recently. Uh, like, I got really? mine for 20 bucks. so... Okay. Nice. Yeah, you can to pick it up. Uh, last little note on the Rockstar thing I want to shout out. Because of all this happened, I think we can just go ahead and just officially just mail this in that Red Dead Redemption 2 is not getting its next-gen patch. Because it blows me away that it still hasn't got its fucking patch yet. Mm-hmm. All these other games have gotten their patches where it's like, you know, a steady you know sixty frames. It's like enhanced graphics, whatever. Like it doesn't like overly change the game. You yeah. know, it just makes it run better, makes it more. I mean, Red Dead Redemption Two is already a beautiful game. Yeah, even if you would... play it backwards compatible, yeah. like I do right now. But like the fact that they still have not just given it its patch, like yeah. everything else has gotten, blows me away. And has now told now with all this happening, tells me that it it will not. Come out at least anytime soon, because mm-hmm. like I would imagine if they're going to release that, like they would also release it as like a, a physical version where you know it's like you know like let's say the places where it would have like the white PS5 top, you know it's like Red Dead Redemption Two Enhanced Edition or whatever. Yeah, I would buy it again. Yeah. Like fuck it, I don't care, I'll buy it again. Don't you yeah, don't just... know if I would buy, oh, again. I would totally buy it again. I, I already bought it
1: for a fucking laptop. And uh, Xbox. I would one hundred percent buy it again. But I yeah, I'd go ahead and
0: mail that in, which is so disappointing because how yeah. great the game is. But no, that'll be one where like. Two years from now, they'll go. Oh yeah, we probably yeah. should release this. Yeah, it's like, oh, it finally got its patch. Oh, <laughs> finally, goddamn yeah, And when it hey, look, when it gets its patch, I'm playing it again. You know, let's go, let's get it. Uh, all right, we'll finish up our talking points uh, with me rambling about three hopes. So, three hopes is still very, very good in terms of the story. The story has completely grabbed me. But like, I've been telling John for days now, like. That warrior's fatigue is fucking murdering me right now. Where it's like, I'm having a hard time on this last stretch. Because coming into this game, right? Like, when I got it, I'm like, I fucking love these characters. I love this universe. Like, let's fucking go. I'm going to beat the, you know, the Golden Wildfire. You know, and then I'm going to immediately jump over to the other one. Jump over to the, I'm going to beat all three storylines. Cause this is, I love these characters. I love this universe.
2: I was going to say, I love, the, I love the way that I've, like, he's talked to me about it. Cause I go from like, being here and him him like praising it and everything to I see him a couple days ago and he goes, I fucking hate this. Dude, I can't <laughs> he's like I was trying to I was trying to play through it earlier and I, I did one mission and I was like fuck I'm done for now. It's, Bro it, it's Disney. It's it's so great to see to, to see because I I tried to play a demo because I was I was half tempted to get the game. I played a demo and I went, Nope, not my game. <laughs> he played it and he's like, Fuck yeah and now he's like Dude, I don't even know if I want to do these last few missions right now. I can't even do them
0: back to back. I, Dude, I can't. Like, the fatigue has hit so hard, man. Because, like, what kills me is I am 43 hours in, right? And I still have, like, four more chapters to go. And I'm just like, oh, my God, guys. Like, I'm not even playing on a hard difficulty. I'm just playing cruise control. You know, I'm just on normal. You know, I'm just trying to enjoy the game, enjoy the story. But, dude, there's just so much, which can be a good thing or can be a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. And, like, and and... I don't play a lot of Warriors games. I've played the Zelda ones. I never even played the original Fire Emblem one. Um, I'm not a big Warriors guy. Like, I don't go out of my way for Dynasty Warriors, Samurai Warriors, etc. Now, Zack is. And even Zach dropped this game. Now, granted, it's because of TFT. New TFT set came out, so he wanted to hop on that. But, like, even Zach agreed where he's like, yeah, it just got a little grindy, so I just dropped it. Because, like, I don't know how much it would compare to other games. Like, I played through pretty much all of the Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, and, like, I played through that story and had a great time. It was lengthy, but, like, I didn't feel like it was, like, this level of lengthy where it's like... You get on a map for three hopes, right, for whatever new chapter, and, like, you have to go through multiple sectors just to get to the final mission. So, like, on the one that I did, like, last night, hopped on last night, I did all my camp stuff, had a good time with camp stuff as normal. You know, it's a little grindy, but, like, I enjoyed that part of Three Houses. I enjoy this part of Three Hopes. Going around talking to everyone, doing training, doing, you know, eating lunch with people, raising morale, which helps with other other stats and stuff. I had a good time. I was like, all right, everything's done. Got all my support dialogues watched. Had some good laughs. Had some good like, oh, that's so that's so sweet. It's like, all right, let's go play the game. Uh, I don't remember where I was hop on the war map and it's like the war map pops up. Here's the main mission. Here's me. Just a long line of multiple side <laughs> missions that you pretty much, you have to go through. Like I looked at the map. There's like two as to the side that you don't technically have to do, but you have to beat each sector to get to the main mission. I'm just like, no, and I just turned it off and went and watched, uh, wouldn't watch the anime like, bro. The story has me so invested where it's like I am not picking up another game until I finish this fucking game because I want to know what happens because I'm, I'm I'm so invested with what's happening with these characters and this current story I'm in but holy shit like I just can't grind it like I did when I got it <laughs> like when I got it I was I was it was fine but now that like I've gotten into part two right and with how the story is going with the massive war like it's just more and more keeps happening and it's just like bro like oh my god you're killing me There's right now so too much content it's, yeah it's, it's almost like there's too much and like i will say like i told john this as soon as i beat this game right like i'm not jumping into the other stories like i want to right away i will play them because i want to know what all happens in the respective stories i will immediately queue up another story though just to see how the new game plus is because from what i've read online without really detailing it and spoiling myself on it the new game plus for this game is absolutely unbelievable so it makes me believe that once it comes into it like I'm making just like skip a lot of stuff that I, I'm doing right now, so maybe my only my first playthrough is punishing, yeah. and everything else won't be as bad. Okay, that's what I'm hoping for. But I'm gonna find out when I start up my second playthrough because I'm just gonna start it up, just see new game plus. And then I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm done for now. I, I don't, I can't do this right now. But I mean, the story is good. At least I'm like I said, I'm doing the Golden Wildfire, which is the Golden Deer storyline, and I'm having a great time. You know, Claude has a phenomenal character arc that's being developed as we go. Um, there's, there's multiple aspects about it that it's just super cool and super fascinating watching all the different characters. You know, the one that's super interesting that I feel like they've done this time around that I've noticed quite a bit is I've noticed like um, all of these character like paralogues and stuff that was in Three Houses. Uh, they're not in this game with the same characters, So, like, other characters get to explore other storylines. So, like, a great example is, like, um, just off the top of my head, Yuri. You know, he's the leader of the Ashen Wolves, the DLC characters, whatever. In the original game, um, he had a full, like, um, paralogue with Bernadetta, where as you go through it, you learn that Yuri and Bernadetta were childhood friends, and Bernadetta didn't realize it, you know, and it just kind of gets explored. In this game, he has no support dialogue with Burn because it's like, hey, we already did that. Let's show you something else instead. So he has like uh you know a full dialogue with Marianne from the Golden Deer, for example, because I have Bernadette currently with me, so I do find that pretty cool. Because the same thing, like let's say let's say Balthus, another one of the Ashton Wolves, you know, he had a full storyline with Claude, where you know Balthus, you know, he's originally from the Lester Alliance when he was a kid, and he had the hots for Claude's mom, and he kept trying like yo introduce me. you know maybe where's your mom you know <laughs> like, <laughs> like let me meet your mom again you know and he's like throughout his dialogue in the original game he's just like. Uh, you know Claude you're kind of sus you know I don't think Claude's your real name and it kind of you know leads up to the whole mystery of where Claude's actually from and stuff like that no dialogue between them in this game it's like hey we already did that let's show you something else you know what I mean
1: there's not at least a callback to it or something well there is in in, in certain
0: extents you know there is in certain extents because like one thing that I thought was super cool with this game and it hits you right out of the gate with it like chapter four of the Golden Deer playthrough is it gives you Claude's real name uh, that that was cut content from, from Three uh, three uh, Houses. And I think it was actually in the Balthus uh, uh, the expansion uh, dialogue of Claude's real name being Khalid. Uh, that was confirmed by the developers. That was cut content. Uh, so literally, like, in Chapter 4, it's just like, yeah, Claude is Khalid. Like, I mean, it already it hits you with it right off the bat. So, I mean, like, which is cool because there's a lot of, like, that, that cut content stuff that's in this game that you've gotten to explore. And there are still like a lot of cool aspects that I'm really excited to continue to uh, dive on. Like you know, in this playthrough, you know, I have I've recruited Byleth, which was the protagonist in the first game. So in this game, Byleth has like full dialogue, which you know, you did not have in Three Houses because you were Byleth and you just selected what you wanted to say. Okay. In this in this game, you know, Byleth has full dialogue. He's his own separate character. You are you are not Byleth. You're you know this other character. So like getting to explore. Um, just all the dialogue between like even your character and Byleth and Byleth and others, and even Gerald, you know, because I you you're able to recruit Gerald, you know, who you know, I mean, the game came out like fucking 2018. Guys, get over it. Geralt died, you know, in the <sighs> first game, so you know, <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, so you know, you even get to recruit him. Amazing unit, by the way, uh, and get to explore dialogue between like him and your character, where it's like at first like almost like you you can choose if you want to bury the hatchet or maybe make it still a little tense where Gerald's just like, oh, you know, it, do, should I know you? Like, what, what's the deal? And then you point out, yeah, remember this group of mercenaries from like X amount of years ago? I was part of them. You guys murdered them. And Gerald's like, ah, yeah, we did. Hey, that was just business. Sorry. You know, it's like, so do you hold a grudge and you can choose to just bury? It's like, no, I get it. It's mercenary work. It's how it happens. Or you can choose to be like, no, go fuck yourself. So, I mean, like, there, there's so many parts of the story that's super fascinating in that regard, especially with this, like, I'm dying to know how this is going to turn out because like the story took like a massive twist for me in the golden wildfire. And I've been curious what happened to Zach, but you know, Zach has dropped it. So I guess I won't know for now where it's like in my story, I've teamed up with the empire, which I am not a fan of the empire, but it, we've made a peace treaty with the empire and it, to that try to destroy, you know, the whole purpose is try to destroy the church, but like in turn having to fight and try to destroy the kingdom. You know, so it's like there's so many story aspects that it's like I need to know what happened next, especially with where I am. Because it's like it almost felt like I had like a little bit of a filler arc in this last chapter, which really broke my heart. Because the chapter before was so good of where we invaded the kingdom and we invaded the capital and had like all these dope fights with all the like the, all these characters from the blue lines and stuff just to like immediately retreat. Because there's uh, things in, in the Alliance, the Federation now, that's being attacked and destroyed and stuff. And it's just like the final main mission was just like up against a bunch of bandits. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is so lackluster. But now the new mission is that the Empire has now invaded Garrick Mog, right, which is where the church is. And, you know, the kingdom's there. And now it, it, the, the Alliance has been requested to go give backup. And now Claude's just like, you know, we could just go kill the the church and kill the empire at the same time it's just like oh shit this is getting spicy so it's like there's story aspects it's so fascinating but at the same time it's like dude that warrior's grind Is murdering me right now? Where it's like, do I have to do this mission? Like, can I I not do this mission? And and there are there are missions that you can skip, right? Because like there, you know, a lot of these side missions they just give you uh, like bonus uh, strategies for the final main mission. It's like when you queue up for the final main mission, you have all these different strategies and strategy points to use for the battle. So that's where you can choose to persuade another key character from another house that's in this battle. Like you know, you know, Dorothea's here. You can choose to persuade where you can join she joins your side and if you don't choose to do that when she dies she dies she's dead period so you you can use points on that you can use points on like uh, strongholds being weakened a bridge being built here to give you another shortcut because there's only maybe one entrance and something like another side of the map and whatever so it's like that's where the benefit is doing all these other things plus just getting materials because those materials are as i've now come to find out recently trying to upgrade all my facilities are a bitch to get because I've been trying desperately to upgrade, like, my blacksmith so I can get... Because, like, guys, let me tell you, those relic weapons, they eat some serious ass until you upgrade them. <laughs> and I didn't even notice the longest time. I was just like, ah, whatever. Claude's got his fall knot. You know, Hilda's got whatever the hell her axe is called. I don't remember. You know, you know Balthus has his gauntlets. Yeah, they're fine. And then I finally, like, stopped and looked at the weapon. It's, like, 70 might, 90 durability. And meanwhile, just a regular basic-ass silver sword is, like, 80 might you know, and like 100 durability, then you can easily upgrade it with just smithing stones because to upgrade the, the relic weapons like a special stone that's very hard to get. So I could like easily upgrade a silver sword, like 180 might. And meanwhile, this legendary weapon is like 70. So it's like a little poke. And I'm like, God. well, damn, that's Man. kind of annoying. And then I yeah. found out how to upgrade them. And once you upgrade them, it's fine. Fucking fall knot went from like a 70 might to like a 190 in one upgrade. And I'm like, whoo. All right, we we going now, boys. But damn man, it's it's just so, there's just so much grind it. Which, you know, I if, if there are Warriors fans listening, they're like, oh, welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> you know, I get it. You know, I've seen the fucking the the maps on Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. There's no way I'm ever gonna complete that because of how much grind it is. I get it. But man, just like the fact that the story itself is that much grind. Like, it's making it, t- it I still recommend the game for anyone who's a, uh, a Three Houses fan and can accept this sort of gameplay, accept it being the key word. You know, I still recommend it. It's a great game uh, because of the story. But other than that, it, it's It it's just tough. sounds
1: like a nightmare for, like, a completionist kind of Oh, uh, it definitely
0: would be. Because de- I've seen, like, a good example, still talking about Warriors, I saw, like, a video from, like, a, I don't know if it was just simply the completionist, um, you know, his channel or someone else. I think it was someone else, actually, who talked about when they uh, – 100% Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, bro, the amount of hours. Yeah. Like, it, there's just so much content to it, which can be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, it's still fun. I'm, I'm going to beat the game, but like I said, the fact that I'm 43 hours in and I still have four more chapters is just – it's daunting. To the point, it's like I I don't think I'm gonna play it today. We'll play it tomorrow, (laughs) and then tomorrow comes. I think I'll play it tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of a bad place to be when you're playing a game. Yeah, it's like I'll do that later. Yeah, you shouldn't feel like that. You should want to play it immediately. That's
0: how I felt for like the first like ten chapters and stuff. And then it's just like each chapter, as each time we've gone to a new chapter, it's like the maps for the right wherever our base camp is. It's like it keeps getting bigger and bigger for how much more side missions I need to do, and I'm like. Ah, uh, this is getting tough.
1: <laughs> this is
0: getting tough.
1: Bro. I, I, you know what, I know Elden Ring probably doesn't have as much as that, but it's yeah. I keep taking these breaks. Yep. It's just so fucking hard, and there's so much to it. And it's like with Red Dead too, just playing through that for the first time. It's like amazing game, but when is this fucking story gonna end? Because right. it just kept going and going, but which that was again, fun this with. sounds like it's worse than Red Dead. Oh yeah,
0: it's a hundred times worse, you know. Because it's like not like these side missions give like a lot of substance. It's just like oh, you just have to do it. Just get in there and just go beat some people up. Yeah, you know, like it's like oh, come on now. At least when it, at least when I pop into a new chapter, I got a paralogue mission. It's like oh, cool. At least I can learn some more backstory on some characters. But right. it's like all these side missions. There's no dialogue to it. You just hop in. It's like all right, let's go beat all these people up. It's like oh, come on, guys. So anyway, I'll stop rambling on that. Uh, Let's hit the weekly wrap up and get out of here uh, because I'm hungry. We need food. Uh all right, so first up, uh we did have a new switch announced, uh, which is really funny because I was tracking this whole situation of everyone ramping up, like, oh my god, it's another Switch Pro, Switch Pro. You know, it's like it's gonna happen. It's like, no, it's not gonna happen. Uh it was special edition uh for for Splatoon 3, uh OLED edition. It looks like they just like jizzed on the front of the dock, so that's cool. Yeah. I'm still pumped for Splatoon 3. I'm gonna pick it up for sure. That's but
2: about, you might as well get this bundle.
0: I'm not buying well, first off, the bundle doesn't even come with the game. First off, Wait, it's three it's 360 how? bucks does not come with the game. What? Yep, so. Yeah, Special Edition. Uh, I will say the console looks actually really cool because of how they did the, the Joy-Cons is in a gradient look. Instead of a solid just color, it's like, you know, like it lights up, which is pretty dope. Yeah. And plus, like, you know, the kind of engravings they have on it. It does look cool, but no chance I'm getting it. Uh, still talking about Nintendo here. Uh, Pokemon Puzzle League is confirmed to be the next Nintendo uh, 64 game coming to NSO on July 15th. Uh, there was a game that really went viral this past week, Hypercharge Unboxed. What did you uh, did you guys have a chance to see this?
2: Yeah, why is this getting popular out of, again out of nowhere?
0: Uh people are just getting very excited for it. so essentially it's like uh, uh it's like imagine like a, a, it's like imagine Toy Story but it's an FPS game essentially. Like you're in a you're in a toy <laughs> yeah. store playing as a bunch of toys. Imagine I think like I saw uh,
1: something
2: Imagine about that, like yeah.
0: the old like
2: in sixty-four games where you played as like the toy soldiers. Yeah. yeah. But you're in like a, d you're like in the toy store. Yeah. And like the Ooh, little like cool. the planes and it shit looks, are flying around. It
0: looks really dope, honestly. Yeah, it, looks cool. it looks it looks honestly really cool. So I just wanted to shout that out for sure. Uh we did get a new game announcement from uh Robocop, Rogue City. This is the first time it's had a console ro- Robocop game since I think 2003 is what I read um it's a it, it's a fps game it actually looked pretty cool from some of the gameplay they showed because it's like a mix of like when the gameplay kind of started it showed him kind of like walking the streets and stuff so it maybe gets a little bit of a vibe that it could be a little bit open world-esque i'm not going to say fully open world but i you don't know it actually looks kind of cool I'm gonna have to keep an eye on this uh and then i also wanted to shout this out because of how much this game meant to me at one point in my life uh but as it already has been it's been dead for years now it's like dead 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 like it's now beyond the point of dead confirmed but rip hots heroes of the storm is beyond the point of dead now being confirmed by blizzard that no more updates are coming i mean we already happened it pretty much did i mean the last update was like a year ago maybe i think i don't remember who the last character came out with i I think i'm an original character again Um, but like it it had like events have been pretty much like lackluster. It's like two people on this development team. That's it. You know, since the, since HTC went to shit in 2018, whatever, and they, you know, pulled development and pulled the devs of the game. That's when the devs started to have more fun and just started doing like dumb shit. Like that's how Deathwing got into the game because it's like, ah, whatever. There's no competitive scene. Let's have fun with it and just start doing some dumb shit. But now, now Blizzard has actually come out and just flat out confirmed that yeah, there's n- pretty much no updates anymore besides bug fixes. That's it. Mm-hmm. So just give it a couple more years and the game will be sunset. Disappointing. I loved this game. I thought this game was awesome for a moba personally. Yeah. Uh, And then the last piece of news we have here is E3 will return to L.A. next year. Uh, It's projected second week of June. And for the event itself, ReadPop is going to be handling the event going forward, uh, which ReadPop handles events like um, uh, PAX, EGX, Star Wars Celebration, and New York Comic Con. So, I mean, this is actually a pretty big name that's getting behind E3 right now to run the event itself. So, kind of gives some hope that uh, you know E3 can maybe kind of work its way back up to its former glory, just depending on what they kind of come up with. And in true natural fashion, anytime E3 is mentioned on Twitter, Jeff makes sure to jump on the ball a few minutes after and immediately tweets out, "Hey, just a friendly reminder: we already announced Summer Game Fest is also coming next next summer. So, next summer is going to be a massive like." E3 versus Summer Game Fest especially since Summer Game Fest is going to be an in-person event for the first time ever. So, oh, yeah, next year is going to be a big juggernaut battle. It's going to, it's almost going to give you vibes of like a WCW WWF sort of situation. It's going to uh, it's going to be like a battle next summer and I'm here for it. Let's go. Yeah, the the only thing with this is
2: I mean, they're getting new people to handle E3 but the people that were running E3, that's not what made E3 disappointing.
0: <laughs> well, that's true. See, uh, the 2021 E3 was very mid, right? 2020 was flat out canceled. But, hey, I think we can all agree, 2019, when we had that E3, the last in-person one, that E3 was awesome. That had a but, lot of good shit.
2: Yeah, but, again, that almost has nothing to do with the people that are running it. Yeah, I mean, so that's the fact, true. the fact that they're getting like some people that are really experienced, make these really high-quality events... I mean that's great. Yeah, it's like that'll help them out some. But I mean, at the end of the day, when it's when it comes to E three, if they ain't got the game announcements, it's it's not gonna be the best show ever, right? You know? Yeah, and especially since they will be going, since since Jeff is just like fully going head to head with them mm-hmm. now, it'll be interesting to see. Where the developers go. Let's be honest,
1: guys. I'm kind of thinking Summer Games Fest is going to win because it's their big debut for in person. Uh, It is their big debut. Yeah, so they got to go all out and fucking beat E3. Well, as we've always said,
0: Jeff has got his connections. Let's never forget that (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: here's the other thing to remember. Uh, It's like that that last E3 was a good one. Yeah. Or that last like 2019. Yeah. It's like that was a that was a good one. But you also got to remember. All of these big games that were announced, or that we saw like before they were actually released, in that where were they announced first? Summer Games Fest. He, it's like because I mean you've been all over Elden Ring this episode, and that Summer Games Fest got it first. Yeah, Yeah. Summer Games Fest. That's the thing. It's like because Jeff has been really good about getting these like exclusive first reveals, like world premieres, and that, and then it's like then. E3 was just the follow up of like here's more information on it. Yeah. At this point, it's just can Jeff secure more than just the initial yep. announcement and the but and get more of the announcement and something. I Is think it, he could
0: because you guys have to keep in mind like not only have you got like Elden Ring, you know Mass Effect was at the Game Awards, Dragon Age Four was at the Game Awards or Summer Game Fest. The dude had the fucking Series X reveal at the game yeah. like that's massive. Yeah. It's like <laughs>
2: it's like he can he he's shown he can get all of these reveals. It's like now he's just gotta he's got to negotiate for yeah. more than just he needs the reveal, followed by like the trailer, or followed by at least a shorter version of a trailer that's going to get showed off at the main yeah. conference, mm-hmm. wherever that ends up being held yeah. at.
1: I mean, it, it just seems like E three was always the one that everyone knew about. Summer Games says it, Fest it was. was like an afterthought to people. Yeah, it was just because like, I mean, Summer Games is still new. It's only I mean, like, I what, if they five have years, years old. Yeah. like if they have all these you know first releases and you know. World premieres and yeah, stuff yeah. on Summer Games Fest is it like a marketing thing to where E3 just has more exposure and so people know more about that in Summer Games Fest? It kind of it's yeah. kind of been that, but because l- Summer
0: Game Fest is pretty much kickoff day and that's yeah. kind of there's more days yes, but kickoff day is the main day. Yeah, E3 yeah. has that multiple days where it's like this day you know Xbox is on this day you know Nintendo's on okay. this day you know Square's on. So that's yeah. that that is the one plus the game E3 is you know when everyone's on. Yeah, yeah. and
2: it's like in the past couple of years is when. Uh, Summer Game Fest has become more notable because he's been able to secure these world premieres, mm-hmm. and then yeah. like he also does the Game Awards later, and he's also gotten a ton of reveals there. Yeah, yeah. that's I the bigger know, show. Got really lackluster than yeah, the past couple years, like but you know, the, with COVID, and not yeah. being able
1: to do shit in person.
2: Yeah, because like the Game Awards has always been like his his big show. Like yeah. That's where he's he spends a cream. lot of like that's where he spends a lot of his time. Yeah, but now he's got kind of transitioning he's like he's like well i get a, I get a lot for for uh the game awards everybody loves game awards now we're gonna push summer games fest a little bit further a little yep. bit bigger we it's like and now it's like it seems like he he's gotten his confidence now with mm-hmm. it because now he's especially now with him going head-to-head with e3 he's like he's sitting there probably thinking, I think I can take these bitches out.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Jeff stepping up to the plate. He's ready. No, I, I'm yeah, pumped for just, it. Next summer is going to be awesome for us. as just spectators. I'm oh, here yeah. for it. I
1: mean, when there's competition, <laughs> yeah. it's just good for, you know, us.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm know? ready for it, dude. I'm pumped. Especially since like, that's like our prime time to do our show. Cause it's, like this year we did like an episode for every big thing that happened. Oh, yeah. You know, we did like the summer game fest kickoff. We did Xbox as a showcase. And there was another one that we did. I don't remember what though well, we just had a regular episode, is what it was. Yeah, we just kind of recap some of the yeah, some yeah. of the shows that were a little yeah. little lackluster. They didn't really have much information. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pumped for next year. Next summer is gonna be awesome. I'm ready for this battle. It's gonna be awesome. it's gonna be legit. Uh, last thoughts on anything, boys, that we chat about here today. Uh, oh, one thing I do want to shout out before I continue to forget it is keep an eye out for August because next month we should get an update of some. I'm assuming. Should get an update of some capacity on Black Myth Wukong. Because for two Mm -hmm. years in a row, both the updates that we've gotten was both in August. The initial 13-minute reveal gameplay, the update from last year. So we're we're coming up. We should keep an eye out for August. Should get some Black Myth Wukong update, which I'm so pumped for that game. Yeah, it looks really nice. It looks so good. That might they might release a game eventually. Eventually, yes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they're still slated for twenty twenty three. We'll see. You know, I guess. I guess we'll wait for August and see if something comes out for uh, Black Myth. It's usually like the second week of the month. Is uh, I went back and looked at the two previous trailers they've put out. So keep an eye out for that. But yeah, any last thoughts? on Anything that we chat about? Or am I good? Hit the music.
2: Nothing. I, th- I think we're good. All right. No. All right. Last thoughts, boys. Start with you, John. All right. Uh if you made it to the end thank you very much uh like comment subscribe uh check out the website join the discord uh down below if you want to and uh hopefully next week
0: you'll uh you'll come back and see us again jared last, your your first time giving last thoughts as a host last thoughts. knock it out of the park you got this <laughs> yeah
1: no pressure um yeah pretty much all as john said uh thanks for watching and uh, i guess we'll see you next time
0: Oh, that's acceptable we'll take that okay i actually like when we
1: started the last thoughts had a
0: little bit of a brain force. oh yeah zach's not here Zach's actually yeah. first yeah that's, that's yeah, why I, I was, I was sitting there i was yeah. like i gotta try to do his yeah thing. yeah 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 <laughs> now do everything they said more definitely uh, give us a like on the video if you made it all the damn we'd appreciate that subscribe to the channel be a friend tell a friend uh join the website for sure you can join for free or join for five bucks a month support us further get access to early episodes and more Uh, And then, of course, uh, buy some Rogue Energy. If you drink energy drinks and you're looking for a healthier alternative, check out some Rogue. You can support us with our referral link down in the description below. Use promo code SPARKY3 to get 10% off. And join the Discord, especially if you are a football fan by chance because the Terrible Football Show will be coming back to weekly shows beginning of August. August uh, 2nd. Yep. Uh, we'll be starting live shows, and we'll be taking callers with the Discord. So join the Discord if you want to chat with us. If you're a football fan of any capacity, and uh, have a good time there. Uh, with all that said, I think that's it. SparkingThroughShop.com, buy some merch. Until next time, guys. See you. Bye. See you. Nope, wrong one. that I got it.